Welcome to the podcast. This is a space where we tap into our truth, our essence, where we go to the depths within to seek our wounding and find a way to transmute it. These conversations will not only set ourselves up for amazing changes within our lives, but will also allow us to hold space for those around us. I believe that through these conversations, we will start to heal the feminine and tap into our divine essence. And then we will be able to hold space for the divine masculine, calling them up to a greater version of themselves. Let's dive in. Good morning, beautiful humans. Well, it's morning here, morning while I'm recording this. I was sitting this morning listening to some heart-opening Hertz music, having my cacao, and, you know, some words started to pour through me. I could feel that at some point it would be an Instagram post, so I started to curate there. And then as I completed what it was that was coming through, I just felt like, I just felt this pull to talk about my definition of self-mastery because I have realized that my definition of self-mastery has definitely changed over time. And it might be a little bit of a different perspective than what's already out there. So first I'll share with you some of the things that were coming through and this all sort of originated or initiated by thinking about how I have processed and healed some of the things in my life. And what I noticed is there's this consistent theme or willingness to see what is, to walk through, to explore, to discover, to just peer into the internal workings of my body, of my soul, of my experiences on earth. And so what I started to write was this, by walking through the depths of my own pain, I was able to to release the weight it carried. For so long, I was afraid of looking within. I was afraid what I was going to find. I was afraid how big it was going to be. I was afraid. uh, I was afraid how big my emotions were going to be. I was afraid whether or not I could handle it. I was afraid, you know, I was just running this story and narrative that I was too much and that in the, and in that that it would be too much for me to handle and you know this sort of reminds me of like you know when you're a kid and um either like you're afraid of the dark or a monster under your bed or for me it was actually like i don't know if this was e- driven through the movie et but i was also afraid of like my closet door, like something being in my closet or hiding in my closet. I don't know if that's like scary movies or where that comes from, but all in the same, it's like, there's this dreaded monster under the bed that 
carry so much fear of the unknown or what could be. And this is how I now feel about when I, I look back, this is now how I feel about, you know, the unknown of my emotions, the unknown of the pain and the grief I would find, the unknown of what was within. Like that that pain, that overwhelm, that bigness was so much bigger when I imagined it. But when I sat with it and brought whatever was in there into the light, the fear of it, the grandeur of it shrank. That doesn't mean that these things weren't hard to move through. Sometimes they still felt in the moment when actually, you know, doing the work or really looking at what was it, there were pieces of it as I chipped away that found felt insurmountable, but never quite the same way as it did before I looked. And I think what really helped me over time was working with what was, really shifting my focus away from the fear or my mind where all of the energy could just be swirling around where I constantly, you know, in this constant thought loop. I sometimes uh, joke, but it's not really a joke that my brain is a labyrinth, you know, or sometimes, you know, in a labyrinth, if you were to walk around a labyrinth or you've experienced that, you know, the labyrinth, you like take steps towards and it's in this little circle and beautiful weaving space that goes to the center. And sometimes as you're walking through it, it looks like you're getting really close to the center. And then all of a sudden you're moving further away from the center. And so my brain can work very much like that, where it can be like an idea that gets me closer to where I think I want to be. And then seemingly on the very outside and and the furthest away that I could have ever imagined myself. And so I try to, I let my mind play. I let my mind come to the table. Um, but I really try to tap into what is what is true within me? What's true in my body? What am I feeling? What emotion is coming up? And that going into the depth of what is and working with what is has been such a gift to me. There, <clears throat> there are often times where, you know, there have been times in my past where I didn't want to necessarily look and I, I have so much compassion for that part of me because it felt so big to open that door. Um, at one point when my sister was first starting her her own work, her own journey, um, she described she described to me like what it felt like to like open that door initially. And I loved her analogy. She's like, you know, when you have like a sweater and um, it's got like a little pull on it. And so like you pull the pull and then like all of the seam or like a part of the sweater just kind of like unravels and you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I pulled a, th a piece of thread on the sweater, but the whole thing fell apart. And she was just speaking to like, sometimes when we go into like 
when we go into our work, we just want to look at one little thing, but it's attached to everything. It, it is interwoven in everything that we do. And I think that that is sometimes the thing that stops us, like the fear of how big it can be, the fear of how far the unraveling can be. But the one thing that has always, I've always felt um, since I started, really, really started diving into this inner work and, you know, almost being the explorer of my inner landscape has been this notion that whether I look or not doesn't change what is. So if I'm carrying around this pain, if I'm carrying around this grief, if I'm carrying around the belief that I'm not good enough, whether I look at it or not, it doesn't change what is. But it does and it will continue. I will continue to carry whatever that is into future versions of me if I don't look at it. And so whether it is, regardless of what it is, I've become so curious about what's in there because I, I want to know what's influencing me every single day. And so really dropping out of like this head driven, you know, way of being and considering all the possible outcomes and the possibilities and how big it could be and how terrible it can be and how overwhelming it could be. I just try and drop into my body and see what is and get curious about what lives in my inner landscape. What is available to me right now? What is dictating my choices? What is, you know, because I firmly believe what is within us we receive and have reflected back to us that of our inner landscape. So if I believe, or I have a story of like, I'm too big or I'm too much or I'm not worthy, the way that I carry myself in the world, the way I interact with other people, the way I talk, the way I position myself, the way I'm relationally is all impacted by that thought and then gets mirrored back to me because of that belief, you know, the belief initiates a certain type of action because if we, if we shift the belief, if I don't have a worthiness wound anymore, or it, it has shifted into, I am worthy, then the way that I walk into a room, the way that I present myself, the way that I'm able to bring my belonging shifts every interaction that I have. And so for me, really looking at what is spending the time on working on that rather than the overwhelming feeling of what could be has been one of the greatest gifts I have given myself. And this brought me to this whole thought and what kind of like launched you know, this excitement to like get out my microphone and and do this podcast is like, to me now, that's a level of self-mastery. That is self-mastery. For me, self-mastery is working with self, is mastering the connection with self. And that may be very different than how you feel about self-mastery, but I, my invitation would 
be to consider that notion. How does that feel when I say that? To master the connection with self is self-mastery. You know, when I was very much in my masculine way of doing, self-mastery to me was like control, controlling my emotions, controlling um, how I was going to feel, how I was going to think. It was very like forcing and doing energy. And there actually wasn't a lot of space for me to be in my full humanness. You know, it was about self-mastery for me was not was like managing my emotions, stuffing them down to the deepest, darkest, furthest crevice away from what could come out of me. You know, if it was something that was going to make me sad, you know, really like (laughs) kind of the physical representation is like stuffing that all the way down, 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 down to the depths below my stomach, like you know, just keeping it as low and covered and buried as I possibly could in my body so that it wouldn't well up and possibly come out of my eyes. (laughs) That to me was self-mastery, like mastering and controlling and being in control of the self. And now for me, self-mastery is this beautiful working with what is, this beautiful dance of feeling my emotions, connecting with my body, being in my most expressed humanness, connecting to my divine feminine energy, being in flow, playing with the masculine within, but really just understanding self, working with self, working with the body in this, in this beautiful, deep, connected relationship. So in that, it's like mastery for me, that self-mastery is mastery of my own domain, but not mastery over, mastery with. You know, not power over, power with. Equal power, but different. The power of my body, the power of my divinity, the power of my mind, all of these things are beautiful aspects of me. But one is not more important than the other, the power of my heart. Like these pieces, these aspects of self are all so uniquely powerful. And when each one of them come to play when each one of them have a seat at the table that to me is where mastery of self comes in again to me it's to master the connection with self is self-mastery how can we master how can we connect deeper with self How can we relate to self? How can we listen to self? How can we love self? How can we have compassion? How can we find joy? How can we give to ourselves the way that we so freely give to others? I think if we can contemplate that and really look at how we relate to self, look at where we are currently and explore what might be in the way of tapping in to what is my truth in that connection with self can be self-mastery. Can that truth, 
can my truth coexist in your world with whatever your truth is today? However you feel about yourself, however you are operating currently, can can you get behind the idea that this truth is also available and not just for me, but could be available for you too? Mm. I look so forward to any of the work that comes up in this for you. And if you feel called to share it, please place it in the comments below. I will see you soon. This episode is brought to you by the Sisterhood Dinner Series. The Sisterhood Dinner Series is for female entrepreneurs and women looking to connect with like-minded hearts and souls, those that are dedicated to their growth, their evolution, and are looking to have different deep conversation. We are here to hold in-person space and create a community of women looking to grow together. If this is something that you want to be a part of, please check out my Instagram at Exponential Alchemy. Thank you for listening. It is my absolute honor, pleasure to hold these conversations, to allow these transmissions to come through, to bring on the guests that I've had with me. It is my belief that it's through conversations like this where we are going to start to really heal ourselves and through that experience, send ripples of healing out into the world. I know that you are ready for this. I know the world is ready for this. And I look forward to having more conversations with you in the future. Until next time, please join me on Instagram at Exponential Alchemy. And I will see you on the internet.